Welcome, sports fans, to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Jim Turner Chevrolet, The Baylor Club, Myatt Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, Versalib Southwest Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. Oh, it is Matt Mosley. <clears throat> and I come to you from the cool climbs of Oxnard, California, site of the Dallas Cowboys training camp. Flew in early this morning and then uh, drove right on in as Jerry and Stephen and Mike McCarthy were addressing the media. And then uh, afterwards, there was a little session where the media was told where they need to stand and what lines they need to be behind. And Aaron, as you might guess, I didn't put a lot of didn't put a lot of thought into that. But uh, pretty <clears throat> pretty interesting day to say the least with Jerry Jones, an emotional Jerry Jones, taking the podium. Uh, we are so happy to be here, and um, we certainly could not have done this. Without our presenting sponsor for this trip, the Cowboys Mosley's trip to uh, Oxnard, California for Cowboys camp, Jim Turner Chevrolet of McGregor. They stepped up in a big way, and uh, we'll have Jim on. And in fact, he's a uh, longtime friend of Jerry Jones's. And Aaron, you'll be happy to know I hit the ground running. I was able to even though since the last time I was here, the parking and everything is completely different. They don't let the media or they used to. And so the media parks out some kind of back lot and you go through this crazy back way and you got to dodge. I was dodging. They're putting up stages and everything. I was trying to get around that. And then I made my way into camp and uh, got to participate a little bit in all of that. And, And then tomorrow, of course, is that first practice. So greetings from Oxnard, California. Uh, We usually stay, uh, as I'm doing on this trip, in Ventura, which is right down the the, uh, road. Oxnard, for people that have wondered kind of where the Cowboys practice, is more like a a kind of a farming community. Mm -hmm. Okay, Oxnard itself is not some kind of gorgeous beach town or anything like that. In fact, there's some kind of rough smells that come with some of the the uh, the farming and some of the things that are uh, uh, out there but you come right up the uh, road from Oxnard and you come to Ventura Harbor and that is is really really pretty tons of boats uh, in fact right now I'm looking out and I see a huge I see a whole marina in uh, a, a harbor full of boats. I do not see Jerry's yacht. Jerry sometimes gets his yacht out there and gets that around the world. And I don't know if that'll be out here in California or not. He loves to get that thing out. And it is, uh, it is quite a sight to see. But I have set up shop right here by the harbor. And uh, this morning uh, was out there for that, uh, that beginning announcement of Cowboys training camp. Uh, a really good crew out here. You know, Aaron, one of the things that happened during the, uh, during the COVID, the pandemic 
was a very limited and even when they i think did come out here they barely had any media and so this is more of like a full contingent of media and i was really impressed i mean i you know in this day and age where people and news departments don't always spend a lot of money uh there were a ton of people out there a lot of the media and um and so that was uh that was really good to see and it was great to see uh some of the pr people now aaron this is you remember the story of what happened with rich dalrymple and the longtime cowboys pr and what he was accused of and a settlement the cowboys paid for him uh sneaking in to allegedly sneaking in to take photos of cheerleaders while they were dressing that was a salacious story that occurred and, and really a troubling story and Aaron this is the first time since I've been covering the Cowboys and that started with Parcells back in 2003 um, you know Dalrymple came with Jimmy Johnson so he's literally been he was with Jimmy in Miami and so he's been with the Cowboys since 89 so this was strange to see a uh, not, you know rich not on the scene as we all descended on uh, training camp we have uh, we you know Zach Martin was talking yesterday tomorrow we'll start getting to talk to some players do some interviews and then uh, as the uh, uh, the day unfolds Ed Werder and I'll be conducting some of those interviews and then Today, we're going to play for you some of what Jerry and Stephen and Mike McCarthy had to say at their opening press conference. Uh, uh, Aaron's done a great job kind of breaking that down. We'll play a lot of it for you and, 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 and react. If you want to react or weigh in on anything we're saying about the Cowboys, uh, the number is 254-662-1660. That's 254-662-1660. That's at CNC Collision Center text line. Now, a reminder, uh, also Barnett Contracting, um, I mean, been around 1969, Bob Barnett. I mean, that was, you go way back, and uh, what an incredible job they do. Uh, and it just there's just so much. They're great for the community. And... It's just uh, it's a really great uh, uh, company, and Mike Barnett does a tremendous job uh, these days running Barnett Contracting. They're a big part of what we're doing this week, as well as Schmaltz's, which has all those fresh ingredients, the great cheeses, everything you ever could want. Now, Aaron, I I would say my flight out here pretty uneventful. Um, in typical Mosley fashion, Aaron, I, I, I somehow put the boarding pass into my so-called like virtual wallet, and then I was trying to move that wallet to my home screen, and I accidentally put it in a folder. The problem was I didn't know how to access that folder. So, Aaron, you know, five minutes before boarding, there I am desperately searching my phone, for a boarding pass, oh, the old days when you just could have a paper boarding pass. Miss those days. But, uh, Aaron, I did find it, was able to get on. And on the flight, um, we uh, were, were able to uh, grab another gentleman. He got the window seat. I got the aisle seat. We we're on a Southwest flight out of Dallas Love Field early, early this morning, about 740. And, Aaron, we had one of those situations 
where we had the middle seat and we had the very front seat on the plane. So huge amount of leg room. Everything was going our direction. I started kind of, you know, getting on the phone so nobody would consider jumping in between us. You know, sometimes you can fake a nap. That helps when people are getting on the plane. Aaron, the last guy on the plane get decides that he wants to sit between us. <laughs> Uh, I would estimate that he is about. And he, this guy was in shape. I'm not. I'm not insinuating he was heavy. About six five, two forty, and that's the guy who sat in between us on the flight this morning. So he he uh, he kind of eased in there, got his arms spread out a little bit. So my just perfect seating arrangement, which you don't often get on Southwest, uh, was taken away. But still. Made it out here and uh, uh, beautiful uh, uh, flight. Everything la- la- we we did fine. No turbulence, and then uh, made my way down the coast. And you don't take. You could take the scenic highway one. That's gorgeous views um, through Malibu and all of that. But uh, you can also take the one hundred one, which is quicker, and that allowed me. Aaron, that's pretty. That's pretty amazing if you think about it. Think about LAX, and I'm sure you've been through LAX, Aaron. It's it's crazy. It's crazy airport. I landed at nine at eight fifty a.m. and I made it to a whatever time that was. Aaron, you were you were listening to it this morning, like a ten a.m. Like I somehow made it to a major portion of that uh, press conference. So fortunately, which all rarely happens in Los Angeles, the traffic was okay. Weather. I will not <coughs> rub this in. This is the only thing I'll say about it is that about 75 right now. Now, today's a little bit of a marine layer over uh, the practice fields at Oxnard. So, again, I'm not going to rub that in, but uh, it is nice temperatures. Uh, and uh, coming to you here from the greater Oxnard slash Ventura area. Now, Aaron, as a somewhat of a fan, uh, I mean, you're, you're, you're certainly a huge Baylor fan. Not the biggest Aggie fan. You'll like this. I get, I land, and I hear from our friends at Fox. Aaron sometimes listens to those guys. Uh, uh, Colin Cowherd he said, can you come on tomorrow? I said, I think I can make that work. And so before the Mike McCarthy news conference, uh, I was supposed to be on tomorrow morning on the Colin Cowherd show. Now, Aaron, you watch that, you know, or you listen to that uh, uh, quite a bit. Um I then got a text just minutes ago before we started the show, Aaron, and they said, they said hold on, Mosley. It looks like we're going to get Jimbo Fisher. <laughs> so, you got bumped for Jimbo? I'm being dumped. It appears that Mosley is being bumped for Jimbo Fisher on that Fox show, but that's okay. Uh, we'll make it all work. I. I thought some of the bigger moments, and we're going to let you hear some of the news conference today, and we can uh, we can stop it at places and talk about what was said today. But part of the big story here is who's not here anymore. And the Jerry spin, Jerry Jones, and he can spin it like nobody's business. Jerry Jones's spin on why those players like Cooper, like Lyle Collins. Um, who am I missing? Gregory. Oh, uh, Randy Gregory. <clears throat> Why they aren't here is because in, in two of those cases, they were already being paid quite a bit of money, is 
the once you're paid that much money, according to Jerry, availability becomes a huge thing. I still think, and I don't know if this is fair or not, because <clears throat> honestly, he didn't miss that many games because of it. But the fact that Amari Cooper was not vaccinated and got COVID, you know, turned into a pretty big story. I mean, he missed, uh, oh, I don't know, a game or two. You remember that, Aaron? And I, I, I think Jerry always kind of has held that against him a little bit. And then Lyle Collins just can, you know, he's a good player, but he gets hurt a lot. So Jerry just basically said, hey, this is and, – and Jerry is very sensitive about what happened with Randy Gregory. <laughs> we, we know the story about the Cowboys uh, insisting some kind of clause was in his contract, like a good actor-type clause, and he balked at that, and they lost Randy Gregory. <clears throat> Jerry made it very clear that anybody they wanted to keep, they could have kept. Now, Aaron, a point you were making right before we came on the air today is is a good one. <laughs> there were echoes of when the Mavericks were talking about, uh, you know, keeping their powder dry. You remember Mark Cuban and others talking about keeping our powder dry when they didn't bring back the championship team. Now Jerry and Steven are talking about keeping their powder dry. What does that mean? Well, it means that they have quite a bit of room under the cap, which means uh, Aaron somewhere in like the 15 to $20 million range. And what they said today is, hey, these things can carry over. We may not use them. So anybody thinking the Cowboys are going to go get somebody or there's help coming from the outside, I didn't. I want everybody to hear this, and I want you guys to react to. Again, if you want to react, that CNC Collision Center text line is 254 254- Six six two, sixteen sixty. Now, poignant moment. You'll hear it when. Uh oh. Uh oh. All right. Uh, let's go to the uh, ESPN Central Texas newsroom where Aaron Sexton is standing by. This is actually a pretty big subject change because it's about a good NFL organization that works to improve their team. But the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have signed Julio Jones. Wow. Wow. That's I think the whole thing was done so Aaron could take some kind of crack at the <laughs> Cowboys, but that's okay. Um uh Aaron breaks in with the uh the, the news. Julio Jones headed to Tampa Bay. You remember Julio uh had a tremendous run there with the uh, Falcons. And then of course the Falcons other uh, receiver from Alabama, Calvin Ridley Aaron, correct me if I'm wrong, isn't is it Calvin really the one who got caught uh, betting on games and he's out of the league for at least a year? Yeah, he, he I mean, got that's a, suspended that's a, a full year. He got popped, yeah, for doing that. Put a little friendly wager down. You can't do it. You can't do it, even though he was out and he didn't bet. <coughs> I, don't, I can't remember if he – and the rules on that are a little bit hazy to me, but he is out. But Julio Jones, that is interesting. Now – one of the ongoing storylines from this camp will be to see, you know, which of these receivers can emerge. Does James Washington have anything? Does the man we call, and I called him something else the other day, Jalen Colbert from uh, University of South Alabama, does he have anything coming in as a third-round pick? Um, I, I'm... 
I'm very interested to see how all this plays out. But uh, right out of the shoot today, Aaron, it was our own Ed Werder <coughs> who started asking questions. I say our own. He does a podcast with me, and he come he came on with us yesterday. But about McCarthy's job security, Aaron, you think? I mean, I know you don't feel sorry for Mike, but it, isn't that kind of? It, it's a, sometimes a little sad, isn't it? With like the first press conference, the State of the Union of the whole season, and Mike McCarthy's immediately asked about his job prospects. It seems kind of. It seems a little tough, but uh, I'm not saying it's not a valid question. Uh, but uh, but that was right out of the shoot today at the State of the Union news conference. Again, um, we'll hear from Jim Turner later in the program. Jim Turner, one of the titans of industry in Central Texas in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, and he is the uh, presenting sponsor, Jim Turner Chevrolet, of this trip to uh, out here to Oxnard, California, to cover Cowboys camp. A reminder, the first practice will be tomorrow. Mike McCarthy, let me see, his, his first solo news conference will be tomorrow at 10.30, and then that first practice will be 11.30. Now, those I'm giving local time, specific time. So the, the Mike McCarthy press conference tomorrow, 12.30 uh, Central Time and 1.30 Central Time is for the, excuse me, 12.30 for the practice. Aaron, is that... You have to keep me straight on all these specific time and everything, but uh, this is going to be great. And the only the only thing I find, I mean, I, I was the only time I was second guessing myself today on when I came out was when they started talking about like the second week of practice with padded practices. We're going to see a lot of shorts and shells in these first few days. But Aaron, the good news is. Everybody's in a great mood. It's early in camp, and so I think we'll be able to land some good interviews and all that kind of stuff. So first practice, they'll have a little uh, ceremony <coughs> tomorrow, 1130 um, Pacific time. And then uh, op- oh, they're actually going to have the opening ceremony Saturday morning. That'll be the opening ceremony with all the Oxnard city officials and all that. So it is our live coverage from Cowboys Camp, and we'll have all sorts of interviews throughout this. And um, right now, though, we're going to get you ready to listen to some of today's news conference. This was Jerry, Stephen, uh, and Mike McCarthy, and you heard an extremely emotional Jerry Jones. That is next. Your weather report is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, the Nitsche Group Insurance Agency has offered Texans policies for their personal, commercial, and bonding insurance needs. Check them out at nitschegroup.com. With the Nitsche Group Insurance Agency, Texans can go to one company and get access to insurance coverage options from many carriers. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. Your ESPN Central Texas forecast. Sunny and hot the rest of the afternoon. Tonight, clear skies with a low near 78. The rest of the week, temperatures about the same, hot in the afternoon with clear skies and highs near 103, overnight lows around 78, currently 102 at ESPN Central Texas. 
recently on the John Moore Show. We are pleased to have with us the new commissioner of the Big 12 Conference, Brett Yormark. I'd like to build the brand of the Big 12 um, in New York. I'm not sure a lot of people know the Big 12 brand. And candidly, I want to make it a national brand that's recognizable all over the country. And when student-athletes are in their senior year and they're contemplating what's next, I want them to say, I need to go to the Big 12. John Moore's weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Hey folks, Derek Scott here at Jim Turner Chevrolet. We have new Chevrolet inventory rolling in just in time for summer. We want you to know that we are not adding on to our prices like some other dealers. No funny money, no games, just an honest and fair deal. We also have a nice selection of certified pre-owned vehicles that'll give you a peace of mind knowing that they've had a 172-point inspection by our award-winning service department. So take that short drive to McGregor or shop us 24-7 at turnerchevy.com. And remember folks, we're just a heartbeat away at McGregor where we treat you like family. Have you been to Sam's Bar in Union Hall in downtown Waco yet? Serving originally inspired Texas-style craft drinks. Offering wine, beer, vodka, and fruit juice drinks. Be sure to try one of Sam's signature cocktails like the Hatchback, a Dallas Daisy, and even some Summer Lovin'. Happy hours every Monday through Friday from 3 to 6 with $2 off draft beer and cocktails, plus free chips and hot sauce. Sam's Bar Waco in Union Hall at 720 Franklin Avenue. And check them out online at samsbarwaco.com. We're Saya LTL Freight. For nearly a century, our team has been committed to driving business forward. From Lady Liberty to the Golden Gate, Superstore to Corner Store. We go that extra mile, expanding our team to better serve you. So trust that when you partner with Saya, we take every delivery personally. Visit Saya.com for all your shipping needs. That's SAIA.com. Flinging a green and gold worldwide on the web at SyntechSportsFan.com. Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. Are you worried about losing your pet in the cracks in your yard? Or does it sound like walking on potato chips when you walk across your lawn? Hi there, this is the Foundation Doctor. This heat and lack of rain is causing the soil beneath your foundation to shrink, leaving you with cracked walls, sticking doors, and a cranky spouse. But do not fear, the Foundation Doctor can help. We've been dealing with these soils for many years and we know just how to get you back on the level. Foundation repair doesn't have to be scary, and with the doctor, it won't be. We have more repair options than anyone in town, and we'll craft the right solution for you and your home. And if need be, we'll help you fish your chihuahua out of that crack in your yard. So give us a call today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. So for doors that are sticking and cracks in your walls, the Foundation Doctor will make a house call. More of the Matt Mosley Show live from Cowboys Training Camp coming up after Sports Center on ESPN Central Texas. 
ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Cradle football offensive lineman Jacob Gall and Connor Galvin joined defensive lineman Siaki Aika for the Outland Trophy watch list announced by the Football Writers Association of America. Baylor linebacker Dylan Doyle and defensive tackle Siaki Aika were named to the 2022 Bronco Nagurski Trophy watch list for the National Defensive Player of the Year by the Football Writers Association of America. University of Mary Harden Baylor football team tops the D3.com football preseason poll. The crew is number one, followed by North Central, Mount Union, Whitewater, and St. John's. Astros lost to the A's 7-5. Game two of that series tonight, 8-10 first pitch. Rangers drop another one-run game, losing to the Mariners 4-3. Rangers and Mariners again tonight, 9-10 first pitch. And you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Oh, it is the Matt Mosley Show. Coming to you live from Oxnard, California. We are with the Cowboys, and uh, they showed up. We showed up. Jerry, the Cowboys got into town yesterday, and they're doing some physicals and a lot of stuff, uh, some testing today. And then uh, Jerry and Stephen and Mike McCarthy uh, spoke today. I want to remind you, 5 o'clock today, Jim Turner, you know his name, um, just a huge supporter of Baylor Athletics, former Baylor basketball player, and a great friend of Jerry Jones's. And in fact, he has uh, Jim Turner's Chevrolet of McGregor, and they are our presenting sponsor for this Cowboys trip. And this is uh, this is a great deal, boy. And, and some of this MSRP, there's some stuff that we'll talk a little bit more about. But uh, Jim Turner Chevrolet doing some really really cool things out there to take care of their customers. Uh, you got to get out there. And we'll talk more to Jim coming up. Derek, the GM, tremendous job. Clay, longtime buddy out there. So we're so proud to be associated. Also. Schmaltz's, my favorite sandwich shop in the state of Texas, uh, and then Barnett Contracting. Um, I mean, in terms of excavation, whatever it is you need, building, uh, they they do a, a phenomenal job and have been doing it since 1969. Love our family businesses in uh, in Central Texas, and Barnett Contracting is one of those, and we're so proud that they uh, have been. And, of course, our presenting sponsor uh, for our show every day is Central National Bank. All right, Aaron. Um, this was um, had an opportunity, and, and we may uh, at some various points we'll jump in and talk about some of these things. But we wanted to share in case you missed it today, um, and it happened uh, well earlier today, uh, about uh, probably about tw- noon uh, Central Texas time, and out here with the uh, Cowboys, and this was the State of the Union. Uh, Cowboys press conference. Aaron, let's take a listen to some of this, and I think be particularly on alert with there's a theme that will continue to come up, and Jerry can't seem to decide how happy he he is or was with those uh, uh, 12 wins last year. 
he's pretty happy, okay, and which is a little bit scary for Cowboys fans because it just sounds like he wants to take great pride in that, even though they got bounced in the playoffs. The other thing to, to look out for, I was a little, I, I thought it was interesting. Jerry went out of his way to praise and protect and love on Mike McCarthy, and and it, he, he had been prepared for it, and he immediately hit hit on it before he was even asked about it. Uh, he was then asked about it again. Let's listen to the first part of today's um, um, State of the Union Cowboys address. The uh, first thing that Coach and I talked about this morning was uh, just, uh, it's just hard to uh, remember how good this weather is out here. And uh, we, of course, are glad to be back. can't believe we've been coming out here as many years as we have, but uh, all you've got to do is hit this place and under these circumstances and uh, realize that what a great place this is to have camp. We appreciate what uh, Oxnard, of course, is as far as their can-do spirit and uh, what they, uh, what this camp means to, means to them and our Cowboy fans that are here in Oxnard. And so it's great to be here. We always appreciate uh, all of, of Uh, not only the weather, but of course the people because they're great fans out here. I want to start off by saying that uh, a great friend to all of us, you, uh, we lost recently, and uh, Ted, uh, and uh, I want to say that uh, that is a loss for all of us, uh, particularly missed when you come to camp and realize how much part of everything uh, he was as the engineer to make everything work for all of us for what we do here with our media presentation back to our fans. But what's really worth noting, because we mentioned uh, Ted when we were thinking about our uh, meeting today with you, and uh, we just really remembered of people that uh, have been a part of this camp that we lost just this past year. Players, Marion Barber, Conley, uh, Neely, Perkins, Reeves, Rayfield Wright, uh, uh, those are familiar names. A lot of you even have a little more familiarity with them than others. Coach Gary Brown, and then uh, really particularly uh, a real loss for, uh, on, on a personal basis. Uh, uh, and I'm glad she made every camp always. Marilyn Love is uh, not here, and y'all didn't see her as closely as I did, but a lot of you did. And Miss Herb, Janet Scott, and of course, we lost Lace. And uh, Stephen and I went over to Jonesboro and were a part of a lot of our staff, certainly our scouts, Jonesboro, Arkansas, when they gave a big memorial to Lace and uh, Lace held court out here. And I've always, uh, uh, I'm going to get me somebody about midget to stand up there with me and dress him up like Lace and think Lace is still out here helping us look at the uh, uh, look at the uh, uh, practice with us. But, uh, you know, we all need our props and the memory that goes with it. But uh, here is to Lace, uh, really, and I'm serious about that. Um, again, it's great to be here. Uh, uh, it seems like uh, uh, with the COVID thing a year ago and then uh, here it just uh, has uh, uh, seemed longer than it has been to be here. Uh, we've had quite an off season. Uh, we've had uh, uh, 
uh, things that were directly involved with as football as you can be with players. We've had speculation. Uh, it's uh, uh, for me. Uh, uh, it's I was quickly reminded that we won 12 football games. We uh, obviously didn't get to the result having won those games that we wanted to have when we got to the playoffs. But still, uh, it, it has been an off season full of uh, 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 varied type uh, issues. But one of the ones I want to address uh, directly because I guess it's uh, uh, the one that uh, uh, probably the, the one that I have the most sensitivity about, and that is Mike and him uh, coaching. And uh, I want to be real clear. He wouldn't be sitting here today if I didn't think he was the man to lead this team to a Super Bowl. He would not be, and I have choices. And uh, so that's not meant to be insensitive to anybody. That's a fact. And so uh, you guys write about a lot of those choices, and they were there for my use had I wanted them. You know, I, I find, and that's Jerry Jones at this uh, State of the Union address today. We are in Oxnard, California, the Matt Mosley Show, um, uh, and uh, again, presenting sponsor, uh, Jim Turner Chevrolet. We'll hear from Jim at 5 o'clock today. Great to have him uh, on. And I, I, I find a lot of that interesting. Part of that is Aaron Jerry saying, I could have hired Sean Payton. Again, Sean Payton's still lurking out there. Okay. But maybe could have made Dan Quinn the head coach. Jerry let Mike McCarthy kind of dangle out there for a couple of weeks after the season, if you will remember. And this today was a an, an interesting moment. Now, Jerry will poke his chest out every once in a while. But he was basically saying... I could have done this any way I wanted, and I could have gone away from uh, Mike McCarthy. Now, why did he not? Well, McCarthy, he still owed money. Jerry hates paying people not to coach. Um, I don't know that Jerry was totally convinced that Dan Quinn needed to be the head coach. I don't think he was convinced that Sean Payton was ready to take it over. Uh, immediately, we'll never know about that. But I, I just think it was kind of inconvenient for Jerry to make a change. I mean, if you think about it, what other owner, Aaron, is out there that just without any prompting? Now, an owner might be asked about the job security of a coach or something, but most owners or GMs don't just sort of bring it up on their own. So this was a this was a these are sort of embarrassing moments for McCarthy. Now, Mike seems to be okay with it, and I thought Mike was pretty good-natured today about everything else. Now, one other quick uh, side note. The Lace, who he was talking about, is Larry Lacewell. used to be the defense coordinator for Oklahoma, became the director of uh, player personnel for the Cowboys, actually led the scouting department for a good many years, and then and was uh, the head football coach at Arkansas State uh, back in the day in Jonesboro. And uh, Lacewell died um, not long ago. Larry was one of a kind. And, in fact, when, uh, when the Cowboys signed Terrell Owens, uh, to uh, I was uh, 
I was a young reporter for the morning Dallas Morning News, and I called Larry because I knew he would have something to say. And Larry famously told me um, that he said Jerry would sign Charles Manson if he could catch touchdown passes. <laughs> and then, of course, he begged me not to put it, and I said, "Larry, come on now. You know, you've you, we need to we need to go with this." And Larry kind of laughed and said, "Okay, that's fine. You can use it." And he he was he was one of the ultimate characters. Uh, loved Larry Lacewell, and so I think um, later you'll hear as we hear more of Jerry. Uh, Marilyn Love was his longtime assistant. She's been with him for. The whole time he's been with the Cowboys, pretty much, maybe even a little bit before, she was a remarkable woman, and she did everything for him, and she was became an extremely trusted confidant, and uh, I mean, you can imagine working for Jerry, all the things you need to be able to do, and she was amazing. We loved her in the media. She was uh, she was just a really, really awesome person. And she didn't carry herself like some kind of top flight. She was just a really kind of uh, uh, just a just a salt of the earth, fun uh, person. And uh, she died this past off season, which added to an already traumatic and uh, controversial off season for uh, Jerry Jones. All right. Um, I was going to check, see, Aaron, how much time we have. Do we, I guess we probably ought to uh, take a break. And then uh, uh, what we'll do is we'll get going again because Jerry gets into more about, and then, and then Mike McCarthy gets involved. And I got I got to say, uh, I thought, I thought Mike McCarthy was as uh, relaxed and, and fun uh, as he'd had been actually Aaron let's go ahead and uh, hear a little bit more of this and then we'll uh, and we'll take a break and then uh, and we'll come back with the rest and uh, no the guy to my right is who I'm convicted about have been uh, we certainly have had things we've addressed the way we've addressed them in the off season uh, I think we uh, have successfully put together a staff that really, from this vantage point, gives us absolutely the best chance with our makeup and our team to uh, get to the ultimate success. So I want to be real clear about that. We've lost some uh, key players. Those were totally our decision to make those. They weren't. In, uh, they were influenced. Here's here's what has happened. We've lost three uh, really high-profile players. Uh, those players were in the top ten of our players that make the most money. When you get in that spot, uh, I can tell you, your standards go up. Your bar is higher. Your conduct is higher. Your attention to the team is higher, not just your own performance, but everything. When you have that kind of, of uh, responsibility, which you do when uh, you have that much of the financial pie. So what I'm trying to say is those decisions were made more about availability than ability. And they were made as to how you arrived at not being unavailable 
at times. And so let me be real clear. We're in a sport, we're uh, in football, where certainly your skill level and your ability to be a player is, uh, is why you're even being considered as a player. But more important than anything, these decisions that we made, I made, relative to uh, uh, top players not being here had everything to do with their availability and their, my concern about their availability. For instance, you could have the exact same player and if you were paying him one thing, about 10 or 15% of what you're looking at paying him, then you can do that all day long and you can have half-ass availability when you're paying them about 10 or 15%. The day you're called upon to raise that up about 10 times, then all of a sudden you start questioning whether or not availability should be more in the mix because those are resources, those dollars he's going to get that can help us win the games with other players. And that is a big thing and that has everything to do with the decisions we made in free agency this year and putting this team together. Everything with the people involved. Availability had everything to do with it. I'm not trying to talk in pig Latin. I'm trying to be straight. I don't want to demean any player. I love those players personally. Uh, but you have to have number one thing is how we win a football game if you're going to be in the top ten of paid players in my mind for the team. Check eye at the door. It's we when you go through the door. Um, Let's see here. That's good. Okay, the rest of this, I just want to. There he is, Jerry. I love it when Jerry looks down at his list. Okay, let's see. What have I covered? And he ends up saying something along the lines of, I think I've. Uh, I think I've checked everything I needed to say. <laughs> and then finally, we'll hear from uh, Mike McCarthy a little bit from uh, Stephen Jones. Uh, and uh, again, I I have to say, I think you're going to be pleasantly surprised by uh, by Mike McCarthy and sort of how he comes across uh, to a little bit of this. We'll uh, we'll we'll hear a little bit from Mike. And more from Jerry, and uh, and again Jim Turner, who uh, has been a long time, very close friends with Jerry Jones, joins us at five o'clock. Find sports news, streaming, and show podcast at SyntechSportsFan.com. Hey, folks, Derek Scott here at Jim Turner Chevrolet. We have new Chevrolet inventory rolling in just in time for summer. We want you to know that we are not adding on to our prices like some other dealers. No funny money, no games, just an honest and fair deal. We also have a nice selection of certified pre-owned vehicles that will give you a peace of mind knowing that they've had a 172-point inspection by our award-winning service department. So take that short drive to McGregor or shop us 24-7 at TurnerChevy.com. And remember, folks, we're just a beat away in McGregor. We treat you like family. Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number, so... 
Why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Your first word in sports. Game time. Weekdays 7 to 9 on ESPN Central Texas. In the market for a new metal roof? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal roofs that are impact, fire, and windstorm resistant and will lower your insurance considerably. Your roof will be figured correctly, and they offer a wide variety of panels and colors to make sure it looks sharp. Everyone wants to protect their hard-earned assets from harsh Texas weather, and a metal roof is the best way to protect your home. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan, and at Pioneer Boys.com. It's $5 gas and high-priced groceries eating into your pocketbook. Afraid at how much longer you'll be able to purchase a firearm for protection or sporting needs? Then you need to head to the Real Texas Gun Show in Harker Heights Event Center August 6th and 7th. They have all types of firearms and ammunition you need. It's air-conditioned and family-friendly. Bring the kids. Head out the, and check uh, out the first thing that... drive food vendors for long-term food needs. That's the Real Texas Gun Show Saturday, August 6th from 9 to 5 and Sunday, August 7th from noon to 4 at the Harker Heights Event Center. Some things never change, like the commitment to service and protection the Nietzsche Group Insurance Agency has offered since 1949. Whether you're needing a new business policy to get your operations up and running, adding cyber liability for a remote workforce, or if you're needing to pause your current coverage, our team is here for the protection you need when you need it. Whatever your coverage needs, talk to the experts that care. Call the Nietzsche Group to discuss your personal, commercial, and bonding insurance needs at 1-800-258-8302. For the Matt Mosley Show, live from Dallas Cowboys training camp, coming up after Sports Center on ESPN Central Texas. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Federal football offensive lineman Jacob Gall and Connor Galvin joined defensive lineman Siaki Aika for the Outland Trophy watch list announced by the Football Writers Association of America. Baylor linebacker Dylan Doyle and defensive tackle Siaki Aika were named to the 2022 Bronco Nagurski Trophy watch list for the National Defensive Player of the Year by the Football Writers Association of America. University of Mary Harden Baylor football team tops the D3.com football preseason poll. The crew is number one, followed by North Central, Mount Union, Whitewater, and St. John's. Astros lost to the A's 7-5. Game two of that series tonight, 8-10 first pitch. Rangers drop another one-run game, losing to the Mariners 4-3. Rangers and Mariners again tonight, 9-10 first pitch, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It is uh, Matt Mosley's show live from Oxnard, California. Cowboys training camp 2022 has started. First practice is actually tomorrow. We'll be there for it, and then we'll be there to interview all the players after the uh, after that morning practice. In fact, uh, I think tomorrow Mike McCarthy is going to speak at 10.30, and then that first practice will uh, commence at 11.30, and I don't expect them to, they won't go too crazy 
you'll hear uh, a little bit more coming up. I, I think it was interesting to hear Jerry Jones, and I made it uh, in this morning and uh, got down the coast in a hurry to be there for that opening news conference today. And I thought that was interesting to hear Jerry Jones kind of talking about the uh, that Dak – you know, one thing they wouldn't ask him to do or wouldn't have him do or allow him to do was throw the ball, you know, 50 yards downfield three days into camp, which put his <coughs> strain on his shoulder. And uh, that became a, a, a big time important early storyline in last year's camp. Now, let's uh, let's resume. And Aaron, this is uh, we got uh, Jerry. We were just hearing from Jerry at some point here, Aaron. I know Jerry allows Mike McCarthy, the head coach of the Dallas Cowboys, to have a word or two. I guess I'm supposed to, is this where I'm supposed to make a statement? Or call? Okay. Hey, it's great to see all y'all again. Um, I'll, I'll say this, uh, you know, coming in here yesterday, I mean, the drive, you know, the drive up the coast and, uh, you know, we talk about the weather, but the environment, you know, year two, I know last year when I came here, um, I think just like anything, you know, the year one is always, there's there's some angst and, and uncertainty. And I thought we had an excellent camp last year. And it was, a you know, I thought it, 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 it was tremendous on the way we used it as a platform coming out of camp. And I think it definitely showed up in our uh, production of September football and our successful uh, September football start to the season. So um, just visiting with Jerry again this morning, it, it is so um, obvious, you know, what, what a great environment to train in, you know, and, and I think clearly uh, we'll be better, you know, in everything that we do just from a function standpoint. I mean, really only comparable I have for our football team that I can really uh, tie, tie to is, is last year's sequence of getting ready for the season. And I think our players have, have, have done an excellent job um, coming coming out of the offseason and they're, they're five weeks you know off getting ready. They've got the mobility workout going on as we speak. Uh, we had the physicals this morning. The information starting to starting to come in. So uh, we're just very excited about where our starting line is this year uh, compared to last year. So uh, we have an excellent, uh, an excellent group. Uh, we're definitely more experienced in some areas. Uh, we have youth that you always have to bring together with your veterans, and, and I thought our, our rookie class really knocked it out of the park uh, in the offseason of connecting with our veterans and so forth. So just very excited to get going and having a great camp and, and also excited about some of the new things we got schedule-wise. And what I'm referring to is practicing at Denver, uh, practicing against the Chargers. So it's, it's definitely going to have a different feel to it uh, and, and definitely have some different challenges. Uh, but it's, it, it's great. Great to be here. Jerry said the subject you brought up very first your future here and the commitment that he made to you right there with I think really, I mean, Jerry's comments are just really in line with with, uh, with our conversations. You know, I, I, I obviously have the opportunity to, to meet with Jerry in, in the GM, the head coach realm, and, you know, and, and our conversations are about partnership, direction, vision, and, and making those things, but also I, I do have the opportunity to speak to Jerry, um, you know, as the owner and, and to the head coach, and, and that's really a, a vast education of, of, of so many different things on how uh, the things that we can do 
better, you know, from from a big realm um, to, to make us better. So I think it just really is in line uh, with with our conversations. So, and that's really where my focus has always been is on this partnership. And at the end of the day, uh, we're here to win a championship. And in everything I do, I know every single day when I get up. Uh, in my younger days as a as a head coach, I would get you know my my whole thought process: How am I going to win today? Um, but I think the challenges that you know that are from the media and all the other things, and and it's a huge challenge to to be a head coach of the Dallas Cowboys. It's a huge challenge to be a Dallas Cowboy, and I think now being more in tune with that, you know, my daily focus is what affects winning, and, and that's really where I put my energy and my time into it. You know, you understand the negatives, you know, the the narratives that you. It's part of the job, and, and that's that's about as far as it goes with me. Coach, I know you've told us multiple times you don't concern yourselves with the narratives, but I think what Ed was getting at there does it is your hope now that we move off that narrative and we can just focus on this football team versus, as you alluded to, Jerry, the other choices that were out there. Well, I'll say this, you know, I, I think it's uh, it's great to see media camaraderie. I, you're taking up for Ed. That's a first. So, I mean, I'm, you know, and uh, I guess just when you think you've seen it all, there uh, you go. So, um, yeah, I, I think really, you know, I want to focus on football. I mean, it, part, of the, part of the job of, of coaching in this, in this business is there, there are things out there, and, and really your family has to deal with it. But other than that, uh, I think even more so ever in this league, because, you know, when I look at my head coaching career, you know, since 2006, every single, you know, change that, that, that occurs in how you train your football team is you got to do it with less time. Um, so, you know, whether it's the CBA in 2011, you know, then the last CBA. So the time efficiency and workload capacity is such a, a key focus for me and, and no different than my media responsibilities. I, I get where the, you have to ask the questions and, and the respect that goes with that both ways. But. That's that's really as about as far as it goes with me. I, you know, if I, if I'm going to demand it from the coaches and the players and support staff to keep the focus tight and just keep focus on things that have to do with winning, then obviously I got to do that myself. All right, there he is, uh, Mike McCarthy. And I, I did like it. We may hear it here in a little while, Aaron, but I kind of like it when Mike joked that they had asked him three straight questions after two questions. I forgot what the question was, but he just kind of relaxed because he thought, well, they'll get back to talking to Jerry now. And he leaned up and he said, oh, I've never I've never been asked three straight. This is kind of Jerry's deal. <laughs> I thought that was a good moment for Mike McCarthy. I thought he uh, <clears throat> Mike can be pretty stiff. You know, I, I don't know. I thought he seemed relaxed. And and uh, of course, everybody is when they get out here in these incredible temperatures. And it's about 72 degrees uh, over here by the coast in Oxnard. Uh, we are in Oxnard, California. Uh, I made it in time this morning to attend the uh, news conference. Uh, kind of went running in there and got to see some of that. Saw all my... Uh, Aaron, it was kind of neat. All my old buddies, the uh, the TV guys, Mike Ducey from uh, Fox 4, Joe Trahan from Channel 8, and then all my writing buddies, Todd Archer, John Mashoda, who we have on quite a bit, uh, Clarence Hill, who we have on, um, a, lot of, a lot of guys. Um, and women, uh, Jory, and, and some of the some of the women as well. But it was just really neat to see everybody, and it was just kind of a big fun reunion today with all the media. 
right here in Oxnard, California. Now, we are here because of, uh, well, some fine sponsors. And the presenting sponsor of our Cowboys coverage from Oxnard, California, is none other than Jim Turner Chevrolet. And uh, I'm just uh, so pleased. I love what they do. We've had a long-time association. Jim and I have been uh, good friends for many years now. And he was a star basketball player at Baylor, has been a tremendous supporter of the all the programs, but especially basketball and football and uh, women's and men's, I might add. In fact, uh, um, he was uh, one of the ones responsible uh, back in the day, whether it be Scott Drew or Kim Mulkey coming to Baylor. Uh, Jim Turner was right in the middle of all of that. Uh, next, we will talk to the man himself. In fact, it's kind of good timing on all this because Jim Turner has been great friends with Jerry for a long, long time. And so we'll kind of get Jim's insight on what makes Jerry tick, and we'll do that next. Hi, everyone. With the Cowboys Training Camp Report, I'm Christy Scales. Today is the State of the Team address, and a lot of questions will be asked about a revamped receiving core. You'll hear from the number one target in the passing game right after this. Becky Hammond on being the first woman to coach in the NBA. What if it's no big deal that I'm a woman? What if it's about striving for excellence and being the best me without the label? It's not about where others say you should be. It's about where you want to go. It's about a financial services company that focuses on your measures of success. Whether it's for your home or business, we offer personalized service and expert advice to help you achieve your unique goals. Visit SWBC.com for financial services without the labels. Ever wonder what it's like to play for the Dallas Cowboys? To sit in the same locker room as your favorite Cowboys players? To run into the end zone? You could do all that and more when you tour AT&T Stadium. Play on the field, see the locker rooms, and get a behind-the-scenes look at AT&T Stadium. It's all possible with AT&T Stadium tours presented by SeatGeek. Tours are available daily. Visit attstadium.com for details and to get your tickets today. That's attstadium.com. At today's Cowboy State of the Team address, owner Jerry Jones and head coach Mike McCarthy will be asked about a passing game that, after the decision to trade Amari Cooper to the Browns in the offseason, now features C.D. Lamb as the number one receiving target. Jones and McCarthy are showing a lot of faith in Lamb to step up. Now entering his third season, Lamb says he's ready and excited for his new role. It's a dream that I've always you know, wanted to live, and now that I'm actually living it, I feel like it's my opportunity to fulfill it. So that's just me and my competitiveness. That's in my nature. It's kind of how I grew up playing football. I'm always ready for, you know, my name to be called. CD and his teammates are resting up today because tomorrow is the first day of training camp practice. With the boys in Oxnard, I'm Christy Scales. The Cowboy Report brought to you by Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac. Cars and trucks arriving weekly. At Richard Carr, Buick, GMC, Cadillac, Highway 6 at Imperial Drive, Exit in Waco, and at richardcarr.com. Baylor football, Cowboy football, Waco football, Central Texas football, ESPN, Central Texas. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz, a combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders at their town west or downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. 
Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. Are you ready to jump into a career with a local Fortune 500 company? Sherwood-Williams is hiring for CDL drivers pay averaging $92,000 annually and regional CDL drivers with pay averaging $94,000 annually. Sherwin-Williams offers competitive benefits including paid vacation and flex time, medical, dental, vision, life insurance, 401k, and pension. Apply today at careers.sherwin.com forward slash drivers. That's careers.sherwin.com forward slash drivers. Sherwin-Williams is an equal opportunity employer including disability and veterans. No. Nobody covers football in Central Texas, like ESPN Central Texas. Elevate your career with a new job at VersaLift Southwest, a time manufacturing company. VersaLift Southwest occupies a 16-acre state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They are now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. They offer a great benefits package and outstanding starting pay. Drop by the their location 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco to apply. Hey, this is Tom Barfield with the ESPN Central Texas Morning Show, and I'm here to tell you that Hurley Benefits has played a big role in helping me and my family with all of our health, dental, and vision insurance needs. Don't have health insurance? I highly recommend you call the experienced and knowledgeable team at Hurley Benefits. They specialize in affordable life insurance, health insurance, dental and vision insurance, Medicare supplements, and much, much more. Check them out at HurleyBenefits.com. That's H-U-R-L-E-Y Benefits.com. Hey, folks. Folks, Derek Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. Summer's here and weather's heating up. So why don't you come cool off with a new vehicle from Jim Turner Chevrolet. We're going to offer you top dollar for your trade and no funny money, a fair price on every new and used vehicle. And don't forget our award-winning service department, great parts department, and a collision center that will exceed your expectations. So come see what everybody's talking about here at Jim Turner Chevrolet. Give us a call, 840-3261, or shop us 24-7 at turnerchevy.com. And remember, folks, we're just a heartbeat away at McGregor. We'll treat you like family. This is Scott Davis, owner of Universal Windows. With inflation driving material costs through the roof and interest rates rising, don't put off replacing those old inefficient windows. Take advantage of our 0% interest for up to six years. Save the equity in your home. Save your cash. Call today, 254-301-7760, and you too will be saved. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank. Also sponsored by Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Jim Turner Chevrolet, The Baylor Club, Myatt Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, VersaLive Southwest Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. Here's Matt Mosley. It is Matt Mosley. And we are joined by former Baylor basketball great Jim Turner. Uh, Jim, it's great to have you. We are having 
a, a wonderful time out in Oxnard, California. And just a little while ago, I saw a good uh, longtime friend of yours, Jerry Jones, holding court. And um, Jim, as you might, um, you know, he's he's closing in on age 80. And I think that has given Jerry even more sense of urgency. Um, he's bringing it up quite a bit. So <laughs> he, I think, uh, I think he he thinks this is the year they got to get it done. Yeah, I would agree with that, Matt. Of course, Jerry. It seems like each year he gets more energy and more excitement. So it's hard to tell uh, which way that age barrier is going. But I know he's uh, <laughs> he sure wants to win and win the big one, and uh, is excited about the prospects for this year. Well, tomorrow is the first practice, and uh, because of our presenting uh, sponsor, Jim Turner Chevrolet. By the way, I love when I hear Derek Scott. I could I could listen to, to your general manager out there say. I like the way he says Chevrolet. I, I, he just, there's a, I just love, I, and I, I feel like it sounds more like some of the guys I knew at the, at the, uh, at the Chevy dealership, like in Kaufman, where I grew up. But there's an art to saying Chevrolet, isn't there, Jim? You can tell he's been doing it for a few years and has it in his blood. <laughs> at a very special point there, he really does hit it right on the head, and the way. Uh, I guess us old guys, as you might say, used to hear it all the time, at least in my case, not so much in your case. But he does a great job with those uh, commercials. Yeah, I like it. I like hearing them, and this has been a lot of fun. And, you know, I, I was curious, Jim, I wanted to ask you, talking about Jerry Jones, when was the first time so Jerry buys the Cowboys in 1989, and everybody remembers that and what happened with Tom Landry. And I'm sure, like a lot of people, you were a huge Tom Landry fan. What was the what was the first time you remember meeting Jerry, and and what was that first meeting like? Well, that's a great question. That's a great, question. Uh, and it's not set up, but it's a great question. When Jerry bought the Cowboys, of course, I owned the Dr. Pepper franchises during that time. Uh, and we had been, Dr. Pepper had been in the old Texas stadium uh, ever since it was built when Jerry had bought the Cowboys. But we had, uh, uh, we had lost our availability there for one year prior to Jerry buying the Cowboys. So you couldn't really buy a Dr. Pepper in Texas Stadium, which everybody in Dallas and for that part Texas knows is a no-no. And so when Jerry bought the Cowboys, I saw that as my opportunity to not only introduce myself and meet him, but obviously make my pitch uh, for Dr. Pepper to be back in Texas Stadium. And, you know, there was something about us being a family-owned business Jerry having a family-owned business, and that connection was kind of immediate. And we became good friends after that meeting. We did get Dr. Pepper. He, he put Dr. Pepper back into Texas Stadium for so the fans of the Cowboys were able to, you know, have a Dr. Pepper when they went to the game. And really, Matt, that was just the start of a very long 
both business and personal relationship, friendship with Jerry Jones. That's lasted till this day. Yeah, and, and whether it be the oil and gas business or natural gas, Comstock, I mean, it's it really is amazing uh, how many things, uh, Jim, you've been involved with with uh, with Jerry. I'm curious, Jim, is your, you are a college basketball player, but you also love baseball. I used to see you at almost every Rangers game, even when it was out in that heat, and you were sitting back there, and obviously you had a, a ownership stake out there with the Rangers. Of all these sports, and you've been to Mavs games over the years, is it is because of your basketball background? Is basketball still number one for you, uh, or or does going to a college football or NFL game has it surpassed that? What's your what's your number one passion when it comes to seeing sports, uh, live sports? Well, Matt, I have to tell you, my number one love is still college basketball. I guess it's because of the fact that I was was a college player and played in it but and loved basketball forever. But I do like all sports. I am involved, as you said, with the Rangers, so I go to many of the Ranger games, which are much more pleasant to see in July right now with the new stadium. <laughs> but I'm also a huge uh, Cowboy fan when it comes to professional football and I guess that a lot of that is my friendship with Jerry but we were we were fans before then so my family and I Julie and I and all our, our two daughters and our grandsons go to just all college and professional sporting events but deep in my heart I still have that longing for college basketball we love the Mavericks as well but uh, college basketball I think will always be my true love because it was also kind of a, a stepping stone for me into uh, many other aspects of uh, competitive sports and business and gave me a, a great foundation having played that sport at Baylor. So I'll always be thankful for that. Well, it's uh, it's a, it's a great legacy. And boy, speaking of Baylor, talking to Jim Turner uh, from Jim Turner Chevrolet, Try to say it like uh, Derek says it uh, of McGregor, and uh, and by the way, I love um, hearing some of the things y'all are doing out there. I know one big thing that uh, Derek was talking about uh, in in kind of talking to him behind the scenes is that there are some tricky dealer uh, you know dealerships out there that are maybe adding on to the MSRP and Jim. Uh, I, I explain that to us real quick. Is uh, put your put your car dealership uh, cap on, and how how is that going on? And and it sounds like you guys have avoided doing that. Right. Well, the last two years, as you know, and everything has been very very uh, tricky <laughs> since the COVID started, and uh, <laughs> you know, led to a lot of issues, and it carried over into the auto dealership business in terms of inventory so uh you know with the with the uh lack of inventory in both new and used you know prices obviously have gone up but one of the things that we've done and many other dealers have done this as well so we're not by ourselves but we had a uh, long discussion about this and for our turner family business the retention of our customers is number one for us and treating our customers fairly. And I say that uh, wholeheartedly, meaningly, and not with a tongue in cheek. 
So we met with our whole staff at Turner Chevrolet and said we will never sell a vehicle over uh, MSRP. We, that's just not something we're going to do because these customers have long memories. Uh, they will not forget that. When we get back to a more reasonable inventory level, there's more choices of vehicles available. So, uh, you know, we're we're more concerned about retention and good customer service and maintaining a great relationship with our all of our customers, whether it be service or sales. And so that's just a, a policy that we've adopted. And you have to, you know, start that from the top to make sure that it's carried out. So that's what we've done, Matt, and I think uh, in the long run, it'll certainly pay dividends for us. And like I said, many other dealers are doing the same thing. So I think uh, all the solid dealerships feel the same way about that. Talking to Jim Turner, uh, Jim Turner Chevrolet, and uh, on the Matt Mosley Show here at ESPN Central Texas, as we come to you live from Oxnard, California. Jim, have you and Julie, have y'all been <coughs> out to uh, Oxnard uh, before to take part in some of uh, any of uh, the Cowboys camp with Jerry? I know Jerry, you know, loves seeing y'all guys around in different places. And my next question is, have you been on Jerry's yacht yet? Uh, I'm gonna, I'm not, I'm gonna leave that as a, uh, no, an answer that I can't answer at this point, but we have been to Oxnard, <laughs> we have been to Oxnard. uh, when we, you know, our franchises at one time extended into California. So we had franchises all over Southern up into even parts of Northern California. So I did make a trip out there and he's always very gracious about inviting us out there to the training camp so I, I have been to Oxnard uh, and I'll leave it at that Matt well I'm going to read into that but I won't say too much about it I, I like uh, I think you ought to say it like Jerry says it he calls it Oxnard I'm sure he had a lively press conference today and he's always excited about going uh, out there and getting things started and, uh, you know, looking at as a new beginning for the Cowboys uh, this year. So uh, I'm sure it was quite lively and entertaining. Sorry I missed it this year. Yeah, well, we, you're, uh, you're here in spirit because we're spreading the good word of Jim Turner Chevrolet all over uh, Southern California. And, Jim, you know uh, from knowing Jerry as well as you do, he, he feels a great kinship for this part of the uh, of of America, and of course, he people think of him more as having all his Arkansas ties. But I guess he technically was born out in California and uh, grew up in Arkansas. But he he just the whole movie stars, the glamour, and and it was Jerry. Not everybody realizes this. Jerry had a big hand in bringing the NFL back to Los Angeles. And I think that was extremely important to Jerry. Do you, uh, did, yeah. And you probably got to, to see some of those dealings and hear about them up close. Yeah, he uh, that was very important to him. He always felt that that was a big uh, opportunity that needed to be uh, filled again, bringing them back. And so I know – I don't know all the specifics, Matt, but I know that he was a strong, strong, uh, active supporter of seeing a franchise return to the uh, L.A. area. 
because he, you know, he loves the NFL in total, but he just he, he feels like it needs to to be in Los Angeles. And uh, I know he played a big role, even though I can't speak specifically to what he did. I, I have heard him yeah. talk about that how important it was to have <laughs> that back in Los Angeles. Well, last thing I have for you, uh, Jim, that Keontae George, let's keep our eye on him. We may only get one season of him, but that is going to be fun. I caught a little bit of the Baylor versus, uh, oh, the world, some of those world teams, the under, uh, I guess it was under 23 or something like that. And, um, wow. I mean, you realize, Jim, if that happens, if he goes in the lottery, that would be three straight Top right. ten picks, three straight years for Baylor. Um, Jim, that's that is uncharted uh, uh, territory for the Bears. Oh, I tell you, I w- unfortunately I was traveling during those games and didn't get to watch it. But Julie, who is a uh, avid fan of all Baylor sports and on the board of Baylor, uh, was able to watch that, and she uh, she was just a, had the wow factor, like you said, about how good this young man is and. I got some information from his uh, some folks that support him today, and he's just going to be a standout. And yeah, that that'd be uh, unprecedented, certainly for Baylor. But uh, it sounds to me like they're they're opening a new chapter again next year with a, that with him coming in and uh, uh, with the team they're going to have. And I'm I'm excited to see him on the field as as well as excited to see the football team that uh, Dave Aranda is going to put on the field this year at Baylor. Yeah, uh, predicted to win the Big 12. Jim, we went through a lot of years where that was not the case, and so that's uh, that's a pretty cool thing to, uh, to have happen. Uh, Jim, thank you Thank you for everything you've done to uh, to get us out here, and, and uh, we're having an incredible time and enjoying great access to the Cowboys. And and um, whether you like it or not, Jim, I do drop your name occasionally out there, and I find that it does kind of open doors for me. Okay, so <laughs> I hope I hope you're okay with that. I'm okay. I appreciate that. Give Jerry my best, and uh, we talk a lot about Comstock now because of my relationship with him and that company. So I'm happy you do it. And thanks for all you're doing for Jim Turner Chevrolet. Get the word out. Thank you, Matt. We'll, we'll do it. Thank you, Jim. There he goes. Jim Turner, the uh, the owner of uh, Jim Turner Chevrolet of McGregor. And uh, they do such an incredible job. Derek Scott, you hear him and then uh and then certainly more clay laster longtime buddy of mine that's out there as well but a great group and jim has uh just done uh tremendous work uh for baylor and then of course in the community as a businessman and um pretty cool to catch up with him all right speaking of jerry Let's go back, and we've got a little bit more of today's State of the Union Cowboys Address. We've got some people that are just now tuning in to us as they drive home. We want to play uh, some of today's uh, uh, Jerry Jones News Conference. That is next. Your weather report is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, the Nitsche Group Insurance Agency has offered Texans policies for their personal, commercial, and bonding insurance needs. Check them out at nitschegroup.com. With the Nitsche Group Insurance Agency, Texans can go to one company and get access to insurance coverage options from many carriers. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. 
Your ESPN Central Texas forecast for tonight. Clear skies. We'll see a low near 78 tomorrow and the rest of the week. Sunny and hot with highs near 103. Currently 102 at ESPN Central Texas. Your leader in high school sports. ESPN Central Texas. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. A combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders at their town west or downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. Hey, folks, Derek Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. Summer's here and weather's heating up, so why don't you come cool off with a new vehicle from Jim Turner Chevrolet. We're going to offer you top dollar for your trade and no funny money, a fair price on every new and used vehicle, and don't forget our award-winning service department, great parts department, and a collision center that will exceed your expectations. So come see what everybody's talking about here at Jim Turner Chevrolet. Give us a call, 840-3261, or shop us 24-7 at turnerchevy.com. And remember, folks, we're just a heartbeat away at McGregor. We treat you like family. Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. The source for Baylor athletic news and information, ESPN Central Texas. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Hey, this is Tom Barfield with the ESPN Central Texas Morning Show. And I'm here to tell you that Hurley Benefits has played a big role in helping me and my family with all of our health, dental, and vision insurance needs. Don't have health insurance? I highly recommend you call the experienced and knowledgeable team at Hurley Benefits. They specialize in affordable life insurance, health insurance, dental and vision insurance, Medicare supplements, and much, much more. Check them out at HurleyBenefits.com. That's H-U-R-L-E-Y Benefits.com. More of the Matt Mosley Show live from Dallas Cowboys training camp coming up after Sports Center on ESPN Central Texas. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Hurley Benefit Services. Federal football offensive lineman Jacob Gall and Connor Galvin joined defensive lineman Siaki Aika for the Outland Trophy watch list announced by the Football Writers Association of America. Baylor linebacker Dylan Doyle and defensive tackle Siaki Aika were named to the 2022 Bronco Nagurski Trophy watch list for the National Defensive Player of the Year by the Football Writers Association of America. University of Mary Harden Baylor football team tops the D3.com football preseason poll. The crew is number one, followed by North Central, Mount Union, Whitewater, and St. John's. Astros lost to the A's 7-5. Game two of that series tonight, 8-10 first pitch. Rangers drop another one-run game, losing to the Mariners 4-3. Rangers and Mariners again tonight, 9-10 first pitch, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas.
It is the Matt Mosley Show coming to you live from Oxnard, California. The Mosley Show traveling with the Cowboys. Well, we traveled on our own flight, but uh, it's fun to have Jim Turner on. Appreciate Jim Turner Chevrolet, our presenting sponsor out here. What an incredible job they do. Barnett Contracting, <laughs> excavation, building, I mean, all the things that they do, drilling. I mean, it, it is a... It's a one-stop shop, and it's been uh, Mr. Barnett back in 1969 started Barnett Contracting, and uh, incredible family business. Boy, you'll find that in Central Texas. Families pass these things down through the gener- generations, and uh, well, Mike Barnett. I mean, just a really what a what a what a great family that is, and uh, we appreciate Barnett Contracting, and also Schmaltz. Schmaltz's sandwich. That's, that's my favorite sandwich shop in Nelson Rue and his gang. Everything's fresh ingredients. Love the schmaltz. Love what it has on it. Love the, oh, man. It just, I, I had, I was just in Italy. I mean, that sounds like I'm bragging, but it just I went on a trip, and there were the Italian meats and all that, and that stuff's good, capriacola, mortadella, all that, but none of it tastes to me as good as the schmaltz. You know, over at Schmaltz's. So appreciate everybody who's been responsible for uh, for our coverage. And tomorrow's the first practice. We'll be there. We got a bird's eye view. In fact, I hope I haven't already lost it, Aaron. But I I do have a somewhere around here. I have secured my credential for tomorrow's practice, and I'll be uh, honing in on all of that. Now, Jerry was. Uh, uh, Jerry and, and Mike McCarthy and Stephen did their State of the Union address today, and they were asked, um, have they done enough for the Cowboys to have a chance to win a championship? I thought we had a team put together last year that was healthy enough when we got to the playoffs, which is always my fear is how healthy we're going to be in the playoffs. I thought we had a team put together. This is, I knew we were going to have adjustments to this team coming into this year. You always do. But I knew we had a couple of our best shots out there financially last year. And so before we even started the season last year, I knew we were going to be making some adjustments uh, with our, our, our uh, players this year. Uh, we had it teed up pretty good. And, and in my mind, in my mind, we made a hell of a run at it. Uh, we got disappointed, but we made a big run at it. Uh, I think we're in better shape today to make a run at it than when we were sitting here this time last year. And I say that following what I said right before that. I thought last year we had a chance to make a heck of a run at and had people in place that if we were healthy enough, uh, we might get them. And I think we're in better shape. Why, based on why, why do you think you're in better shape? Uh, I'll, first of all, this guy sitting right here. Uh, with what with what we know that we didn't know this time last year not me about him but about our team what we know about our team but I I will say it one more time this guy sitting right here the staff he's got I like this staff 
and I frankly like uh, the makeup of uh, uh, the players one year later that were on this team last year, and I like the new players that we brought on. Uh, you say it's hard to count on a rookie. A rookie has a trouble making that kind of impact. We're fresh off seeing one make a hell of an impact in Micah, so I know it can happen. Does that happen often? No. But can you get a player or players that can come in and be real impactful, not just come in and play well, but be impactful? That's possible. We got a couple of shots at that. It seems like more is based on projections and possibilities than, than known factors. Is that accurate? It's always projections. It's always the day that uh, the veteran players uh, are they tailing off. The rookie players, are they coming? It's always measuring, sitting right here, we're almost two and a half college seasons away from being in the playoffs. Okay, we've got about 20 games to go before we get to the playoffs. You'll have some veteran players not be what they were by the time you get to the playoff. You'll have some young players become better than they were. It's always measuring how they're going to get there. Uh, really, only God knows that for sure. But our, our assessment of that and how we bet on that relative to what we spend to get there, since that is limited in a part of the game, uh, uh, that's, the, that's the game. And you start making that in the right when we started last year, when we uh, decided to extend or we decided not to extend players. Mike, you know, Zach Martin said yesterday that this is a chance to create your identity out here in that process. He would like to see a team that's tough physically and more disciplined than you guys were last year. Obviously, you led the league in penalties. In that regard, how much are you in agreement with that? creating that identity, and how do you go about doing it? Well, I mean, every year you, you set out to recreate uh, who you are as a football team because, you know, the reality is you don't get to carry over things from last year. So, uh, but you obviously have that experience of last year. But our team identity is disciplined, grit, and fundamentally sound. So, uh, you know, as we build that each and every year, yeah, we, we, we definitely need to be better in the area of, of penalties. We're, you know, we're going to focus on that. And, and the one thing about the penalties it really falls under the category when you talk about team identity is, is in the category of discipline you know at the end of the day when you're trying to establish a play style which you know I felt like we hit the target last year we did we were up and down in year one with our play style but you, when you approach your play style you know we're not trying to be disciplined and then play just hard enough you know we come from another we, we, we want an aggressive physical play style and and, and we cross the line too much so uh, our discipline is pulling back you know it, this is not a group that I have to push forward and that's very important in, in how you train in the reality of the mistakes that are made and how we need to you know tighten it down so our play style and the way we attacked the season last year that's what it looks like but the discipline in that we need to be better we've 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 identified with that we've addressed it um, and it, it has to be part of our daily function but um, I do not want to lose the play style that we've established so um, 
that's the goal. So we're going to aggress aggressively cross that line, and, but we do need to be much more disciplined in pulling it back because particularly the pre-snap penalties, that's that's the one that we need to eliminate and, and definitely cut that way back because that's, you know, there, there's no need for that. But if you, if you look at the, you know, our operation on the, at the line of scrimmage and uh, just the things that we did in the offseason program, I thought Kellen, the offensive coaches, Dak, and the quarterbacks in the center, the extra time that we made, we need to, we, we need to be much better there, you know, and, and that's the reality of it. This was um, a sloppy team in some ways. They, they, they certainly, I think Jerry and Mike are both saying the same thing. They both want credit for having won 12 games. Uh, they, they do speak to, hey, it didn't work out. The, the part that I have a hard time with Jerry, I think Jerry thought that for whatever reason, they had just a tremendous shot in the playoffs. And I never really sensed that. I never felt like, oh my gosh, this is the start of something big. This is a team that was great at takeaways. Um, they certainly <clears throat> put up really good offensive numbers. This is a team that can put up empty offensive numbers at times. I, it was, it seems so wrong and so judgmental and, and just sort of too critical to say it was a bad 12-win season. I know that doesn't seem possible, but it, it when you beat up on a horrible division, there's a lot of fool's gold involved. And so I, I think they're right back to where they were, but probably not even back to where they were. Now, Jerry did not have a great answer when, when pressed, hey, why do you think that? Why do you think it's going to be different? And, and what, what makes you think this is you know, going to be? And Jerry said, this man right here, <laughs> the same man that he pointed to, and he's pointing to Mike McCarthy, that he left twisting out in the wind and I think gave serious consideration to making a change at head coach. I don't think Sean Payton was ready to jump right in. <coughs> I do know then Sean Payton sitting out even for one year, that that's just that's one person looking over McCarthy's shoulder. The other is the defense coordinator, the much beloved defensive coordinator. And Aaron, we're, we're supposed to talk to Dan Quinn here in the next couple of days. <clears throat> Part of the reason Dan Quinn is so, I mean, he beloved by his players. You know, he turns that cap around backwards. He's an extremely hard-nosed guy. He's an extreme, like, big-time player's coach. And he brings more energy than McCarthy. And what got awkward last year is that he started to seem like more of the head coach <clears throat> than than what uh, what McCarthy was. This has happened before. This happened a little bit with Wade uh, Phillips and, and Jason Garrett a long, long time ago. And Jerry has a way of allowing that to happen because of the way kind of Jerry does all this. Jerry has a saying, Aaron, you've heard him say it over and over, I, I don't have a problem with ambiguity. Um, and and what he, what he means is he, he kind of almost promotes it. He likes ambiguous, 
he likes things to be sort of up in the air. And he even admitted in today's news conference something I've said about him for years, that Jerry has a hard time remembering the bad times. He only focuses on the good times. And it's kind of like the oil and gas business. If you, you know, Jerry has had so many great moments, but for the most part, you know, he's he's kind of only remembers the great the gushers. He remembers the great moments. And that's the way it is with football. When you say, hey, well, it's been 20-something years, it's been 25 years, and you haven't done anything, he, he can't. He can't look at it like that. Like he's incapable of admitting that because, as he said today, there were three to four times that he thinks they had a chance to win a championship. Okay, let's continue. It's about how much of that is about coaching and players understanding what they need. Well, it's all about the connection. I mean, you know, the physical part, you know, each and every year you have the, you have the opportunity through player acquisition to build a 90-man roster. And I think Jerry's already hit on this where, you know, the way that roster comes together, you always have some some um, level of projection and anticipation. Uh, so we have we have a really good blend of veterans and rookies. But, yeah, we, we, we need to really stay after that and, and, and connect because this is more about the emotional connection and the process towards productivity on a daily basis you know our guys know what's expected from them mentally we've been able to get all eight installs in through the offseason program we had tremendous i think we were 97 percent of all the workouts that were available for our whole roster we're, 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 you know as a target I, I would challenge that against anybody's offseason program so our players have, have put the extra time in to get themselves ready physically and mentally for this opportunity because this opportunity is about the emotional connection the productivity the ability to play with play style you know you don't get to put pads on till next week so you know our window to get real football is very tight and and that's that's just the reality how we go about this so uh, it's a process um, the, the penalty was, was was too high last year and it needs to be an experience that we need to learn from Steve, you guys the are... Dallas police have said that Kelvin Joseph won't be won't face any charges can you talk about how he responded uh, this offseason after that episode and what he did and what do you expect from him in this camp or do you want to see from him? Who are you talking to? He asked Mike. Mike. Uh, I thought you said Jerry. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I usually don't get three in a row up here. This is, this is a Jerry's press conference. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought it was for no. you. Uh, Kelvin? I thought Kelvin, um, you know, obviously after the, after the, you know, uh, being involved in that situation, um, showed humility to his teammates. You know, we, we had, this, you know, the internal discussions and, and so forth, but um, he was a full participant in, in the, the offseason program, and you know, I think he's put forward, put forth the energy and the focus that that he needs to moving forward. Any word the league leaders uh, with the most salary cap space left? Why why would you say that is, and, and what is kind of the plan going forward there? Well, I think, uh, you know, one of the things when you talk about how are you going to get better, as Jerry mentioned, availability, consistency. I mean, it's time to give some of our young players like a C.D. Lamb, uh, like a Steele and a, uh, a Tyler Smith and a Willetsko and a Ball, you know, the opportunity to step up. I mean, those are that's that's what you look for in these players. Same thing, you know, uh, you know, in the defensive line, you get a draft of Sam Williams, you got a Fowler, you got a Dorrance Armstrong, which may have been hard to keep. I mean, we, we have a, a good young roster uh, over the last two or three or four drafts. 
uh, you know, that are going to be coming up and that we're going to want to keep around here because we do like our foundation, our young foundation. And so uh, uh, I just think it's time for these players to get the opportunity to step up. And when they do step up, of course, they're going to want paid too. Uh, but, uh, you know, who's to say where we are uh, with how this roster is going to look like when we get eight games into the season, when we get to the end of the year? I mean, we, uh, you know, we'll continue to look for ways to improve our roster and make this team better. So uh, we feel really good uh, uh, about our young group. Uh, and as you said, Clarence, projections. Uh, maybe you can say they're projections. We've got a lot of resources tied up, whether it's draft collateral or, uh, you know, what we think of these young players and, and really feel like at the end of the day that they're ready to take the next step. You know, just like we had confidence in Zach Martin and Tyron Smith and Travis Frederick when they walked in the door and we plugged them in and they played and they played well. And some of these guys just need the opportunity uh, to, stay, you know, get more chances. I mean, a Michael Gallup, he's coming off his injury, but, you know, he's a guy who, who you'd like to see uh, get more chances to get balls. And uh, I'm just uh, looking forward to see what this camp brings uh, for our young group. Uh, we certainly do have some dry powder uh, if we need to use it. Uh, you know, I've always said about cap space, it's uh, <laughs> where you've massaged it to that point. I mean, you can create cap space. You cannot have cap space if you want to have it uh, out there looking like that to where you can create it when you want to. Uh, but I do think uh, we're sitting in a good spot. Uh, one, uh, to see what these young players can do. But two, uh, if we need to make improvements to this roster and there's opportunities to do that, then we'll look at it. Jerry, now that uh, Joseph has been cleared by Dallas Police, any clarity from the NFL on his availability in their investigation into the personal conduct policy? Uh, no. As far as any, you're asking me specifically, have they uh, uh, addressed that? No, not at all. And uh, uh, that's what that is. That's best for me to answer just with not necessarily. As a rule of thumb, how far into preseason might you go evaluating these young players with some of the veterans that are still out on the market before you say, you know what, maybe we reinforce them? I don't think there's a definitive time, Brad. I think it's just, you know, you're getting a feel for your team as we practice with Mike and his staff and our scouting staff. We'll, we'll monitor what we think is going on. We've been doing it for the whole offseason ever since the end of the draft. Uh, you know, we've had our rookies in there. And as Mike said, he thinks they, they've done a tremendous job uh, of doing things the right way. So obviously we feel good about uh, what we've seen up till now. But you don't play the you don't play this game in shorts. You don't play this game in t-shirts uh, you play it in pads and certainly uh, you know we're going to have an acclimation period here that's longer than others so we're going to have to kind of hurry up and wait again uh, once we get here but uh, you know it'll be something that we're, we're monitoring but I can tell you this it's a good educated projection if you will uh, based on what we've seen obviously we feel like we really did our homework in the draft uh, really feel like we got a good draft class uh, feel like uh, you know what we did in free agency we feel comfortable uh, that we've helped this team and uh, you know not unlike Jerry I feel great about our football team. How the first time you'll have a three game preseason. 
How will that impact the way you evaluate? Well, I think it's it's going to be impactful, clearly. I think just to, not only the three games, but also practicing against two other teams, you know, will be part of that formula of how, of how you get the veterans ready and, and, the, and the opportunities of the young players. I mean, you're, we're going to have our young players going to play a lot of football in these preseason games, especially the first two. So, uh, yeah, it's it's definitely a a different formula when it comes down to play time and opportunity, and, it, and it's 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 a challenge. I mean, that's uh, that's a big part of coaching in today's in today's league. I mean, you think about your first ten practices at training camp. I mean, you go back to the nineties. I mean, forty percent of your first ten practices are are in helmets, you know, in, in shirts and two in shells. So, I mean, it, that that is all part of the challenge of you know assessing the talent, getting the younger guys and the older guys to blend together because you know it doesn't matter how long you do this you know when the when the offensive guard and the tackle come off in a combination block it just doesn't happen the first time you put on pads you know you need the reps you need the footwork you, you need those padded practices to, to you know to get the pad level and all the particulars in order so because uh, you look at our first week it's going to be you know ramp up second week is a, is a huge week for us because it's our padded work together and then you know by week three we're, we're heading up to denver so um it, it's you know the window's tighter uh but you know we're as good as you know, the platform and the foundation we built. And you look at it last year. I mean, our defensive rookies made strong contributions in the first four, five weeks of the season. You go back and look at the the play time of our, our rookie class on defense. You know, there's a probability that that may be the same on offense this year. So, um, my particular experience in this, you know, I, I coach, as a head coach over a decade, where you know, veteran free agency wasn't really part of the everyday formula. So you always have had to count on our young players. Our young players will impact our success early in the season. That's that's what history tells you and that's really the way that's the way we're approaching it. And there he was, Mike McCarthy and uh, lots of themes there. I like it earlier Jerry said something like it. He said it was a varied there were a lot of varied issues over the off season. You think you think, Jerry? Seemed like quite a few issues, and uh, some seem self-imposed. The um, interesting to hear the, the you know this the Mike McCarthy and Stephen and everybody talk about. You know, they think they've got a great team. I don't know if that's the case. It's probably a good enough team to win the NFC East. I, I think the reason early on in this news conference today that they brought up that Jerry started bragging on Mike McCarthy is because he knows the elephant in the room that this guy's on the hot seat to start the season and this thing could get away from him in a, in a hurry. There's a couple of games early. Um, <clears throat> it's like they always include Tom Brady in some way, but there's a couple of those games early. Boy, you, you stub your toe and you go 0-2 and you got issues. You got major issues. And and I I think Jerry has had a trying offseason. Now, I will say the one thing I agree with Jerry on is, you know, he said that these things drive him. And I do think that's the case. I don't think he internalizes things like most people. When other people get beat up in the media or get beaten down, deservedly so in a lot of cases, they they might put their head down and feel ashamed about it. Jerry has a different reaction. It almost seems to drive him. Now, I wish it, it may drive him, and it may even excite him to a certain extent. 
I, I just really wish you'd make him make the team better because that doesn't seem generally to be the case. But uh, Jerry has a belief, and uh, we're going to see what some of these young players can do. First practice is tomorrow. We're here. The Matt Mosley Show has arrived in Oxnard, California. We're right in the middle of everything, uh, and we'll be at that first practice tomorrow. All right, the dismount is next. ESPN Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. When you do whatever it takes to get the job done, they say you're on it. At ASCO Equipment, they work hard to get the job done and get it done right. They partnered with Doosan Forklifts because they get the job done too. Doosan builds cushion, electric, and pneumatic forklifts you buy and rent at ASCO Equipment. And they service and support it. Quality forklifts that get the job done. ASCO Equipment, they're on it, whatever it is. It's $5 gas and high-priced groceries eating into your pocketbook. Afraid at how much longer you'll be able to purchase a firearm for protection or sporting needs? Then you need to head to the Real Texas Gun Show in Harker Heights Event Center August 6th and 7th. They have all types of firearms and ammunition you need. It's air-conditioned and family-friendly. Bring the kids. Head out and check out the new freeze-dried food vendors for long-term food needs. That's the Real Texas Gun Show Saturday, August 6th from 9 to 5 and Sunday, August 7th from noon to 4 at the Harker Heights Event Center. Hey folks, Derek Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. Summer's here and weather's heating up. So why don't you come cool off with a new vehicle from Jim Turner Chevrolet. We're going to offer you top dollar for your trade and no funny money, a fair price on every new and used vehicle. And don't forget our award-winning service department, great parts department, and a collision center that will exceed your expectations. So come see what everybody's talking about here at Jim Turner Chevrolet. Give us a call, 840-3261, or shop us 24-7 at turnerchevy.com. And remember, folks, we're just a heartbeat away at McGregor. We're treating you family. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com. With so many companies and policies out there, it gets so confusing shopping for insurance, and I never know if I'm getting the policy that's right for me. Luckily, I met the team at Nietzsche Group Insurance Agency. With the Nietzsche Group, you can go to one company and get access to coverage options from many insurance carriers, and you get to speak to a real person about your specific coverage needs. With the Nietzsche Group, I know I'm getting the right coverage at the right price. If you need insurance, talk to the experts at the Nietzsche Group at 1-800-258-8302. Did you know the average American pays over $500 a month for their car payment? What would you do if you didn't have to make that payment for 90 days? Where else could you use $1,500? Keep your car payments at Genco. Buy new or refinance your current vehicle and have no payments for 90 days. Take advantage of our low rates and no payments for 90 days. Only at Genco. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and low policies insured by NCUA. My money, my future, my credit union. Genco. Stay close. The Dismount with Matt Mosley is coming up on ESPN Central Texas. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Hurley Benefit Services. Baylor football offensive lineman Jacob Gall and Connor Galvin joined defensive lineman Siaki Aika for the Outland Trophy watch list announced by the Football Writers Association of America. Baylor linebacker Dylan Doyle and defensive tackle Siaki Aika were named to the 2022 Bronco Nagurski Trophy watch list for the National Defensive Player of the Year by the Football Writers Association of America. University of Mary Harden Baylor football team tops the D3.com football preseason poll. The crew is number 
number one, followed by North Central, Mount Union, Whitewater, and St. John's. Astros lost to the A's 7-5. Game two of that series tonight, 8-10 first pitch. Rangers drop another one-run game, losing to the Mariners 4-3. Rangers and Mariners again tonight, 9-10 first pitch. And you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time now for the dismount of the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. All right, it is the dismount, and uh, what a day it has been. We've arrived. We attended the uh, Cowboys State of the Union address. Tomorrow's the first practice, and we'll get things rolling. Uh, 10.30 will be uh, Mike McCarthy. We'll let you hear that in the afternoon, whatever uh, Mike McCarthy has to say. And then we'll uh, have that first Cowboys practice, and we'll be out there. And then after the practice, which will end, oh, I don't know, around uh, 1245 or 1 o'clock, we'll talk to some players, gather that, and then hustle over because, of course, 2 o'clock Pacific time here out here in Oxnard, California, is 4 o'clock Waco time. So it'll work out. We'll have to turn it around kind of quickly. But uh, Aaron's done a tremendous job and uh, did a great job today with all the uh, Jerry and and, uh, and Stephen and Mike McCarthy stuff, and we appreciate that. Um, lots to uh, – Lots to cover while we're out here. We're very appreciative of Jim Turner. We've got something uh, lined up that involves Baylor tomorrow. Aaron, the one breaking news, we didn't get to do Campus Confidential today. I love Campus Confidential, uh, but I thought that was uh, interesting was just some of the the Big Ten news that uh, uh, the, the Ohio State athletic director really was making some noise about the expanded playoff being 16 teams. I mean, you know, whether it's 8, 16, 12, I I just kind of want it to happen and uh, sooner rather than later. And obviously those teams uh, undermine the Big Ten and the uh, ACC kind of band together to – to undermine the uh, progress of getting that new college football playoff before, you know, early. Now we'll have to wait till 2026 for that to happen. All right, everybody who's been a part of that, Jim Turner, Chevrolet, Schmaltz's, Central National Bank, um, Barnett Contracting, thanks to everybody. We will see you tomorrow at 4 o'clock, live from Oxnard, California. It's time for today's Spectrum Big 12 football preview. Today, a look at the Kansas State Wildcats. Here's John Morris. Hi, everybody. Continuing our series of Big 12 football previews. Today, a look at the Kansas State Wildcats.